You're listening to the Heart and Soul Podcast, where we celebrate vulnerability and shameless living. No topic is off limits when you're chatting with your besties. Let's own our worth and walk empowered towards truth together. What's up, y'all? Welcome back. Welcome back to the Heart and Soul Podcast, episode 19. Whoa. You know, I was thinking, like, because The Bachelorette premiered, Obviously on Monday, <laughs> which we are, which we definitely have to talk about. about. We started this when The Bachelor premiered. I know that's so. And funny. there's already been we're already in our second season of The Bachelor. Like if we're basing our podcast longevity on that, like we're doing pretty great. When do we go on to like a next the next season? I think we said just we'll do it like year by year. Season two will be. Yeah, I guess season two is just the next year. Yeah, I don't know how that I works. I mean, I don't know how that works. It's not like we're serial or yeah, death or something. <laughs> it's like not that. like we're doing some true crime yeah. podcast. <laughs> yeah, it'll be uh, next year. Ooh, which by the way, we listened to um, the Doctor Phil podcast, which I didn't really think I was going to like on the way home from Asheville the other day, and it was the, the Gypsy Rose. Oh one. gosh, that is so insanely it was insane. And there's only three episodes in, and we were hooked. Jordan was like, I "Wait, there's know. a series." Mm-hmm. On Dr. Phil? Dr. Phil's podcast. Yeah. It's called... Does he interview her? The Killer Thorn. Mm-hmm. Mm. And, um... Have you seen the, do- the documentary? No, but now I want to watch it. It was so interesting. Jordan was like, I don't know if I'm going to like a Dr. Phil podcast, but I really liked it because he actually puts everything, like, into a way that you can understand it. Right. Because he, like, he is a psychiatrist or whatever, so he was able to, like, you know, break everything down, and it was really interesting. That story is Insane. Absolutely insane. Yeah, I know. The documentary, it's crazy because I don't know what they've gotten to on the podcast, but they, like, obviously tell the whole story of, like, how it happened and, like, her childhood and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But then they go into what the most interesting thing to me was, like, interviewing her dad. Yeah. Who this whole time, like, was estranged because of, like... Like, the mom had been lying to the daughter, but he never right. really he never made this decision her. to leave his daughter's life. And so now right. he wants to, like, reconnect with his daughter, but she's in prison. Mm-hmm. Which I don't think she should have. We could talk about this for oh, a long yeah, time. Oh, yeah, I could go. Y'all need to watch think. the documentary or let's go or do all of it. There's there's a documentary and there's a podcast, obviously, mm-hmm. on Dr. Phil. But then there's also, a, like, a remake of their lives called yeah, The like Act. A, like a movie? It's on Hulu. It's a yeah. Hulu series. I definitely am into all of it. It's pretty insane. Anyway, that was a really roundabout yeah. intro. Sorry. <laughs> Sidetrack much. So welcome. Happy Wednesday. Yeah, welcome back. <laughs> um, thank you guys for your patience. The last couple of weeks we've been recording a little later in the day. I know you, most of you are used to us dropping it around. You yeah. Know? We've been so... my or I don't know. I'm sure you have too, but I my schedule has been so bonkers. Yeah. Yours has definitely been more crazy. I'm than just mine. like not okay. <laughs> you need a vacation. That might be my crappy. Yeah. Um, which, Should we just roll? Yeah, let's just roll into it. I guess. <laughs> so I'll go first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my crappy. Well, I. This is like not a crappy thing, but I'm like so busy right now in that, like with personal training, and this is amazing. It's a really good problem to have between training people at Matt Skelly training and training people here and training people at Seoul. I like sometimes will start my day at like 6 a.m. most days and then have every hour booked until like one and then I'll have this like weird hour or two off where I have time to get all of my other stuff done like my um, Prosper and my social media stuff done and then I go back to coaching till like eight and so 
it just hit me on Monday night. And it was nothing that you said, but it was honestly, it was us trying to get yeah this podcast. podcast planned where I realized how overwhelmed I am because this is so important to me. This yeah. is like top of the list. And I like leaned, rolled over to Michael in the bed and I, I was like, I just feel like I can't make everything happen that I want to make happen. Yeah. And I like maybe said the F word a couple of times because I was just so stressed out. Mm-hmm. Um, just in full transparency, <laughs> I was kind of it psycho. Happens. So that's I know kind of, that feeling. It it's sucks. like a crappy, but it's good because it's like I'm doing all these things that I truly love. I just don't want to burn out. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that this is a time when I can kind of like grind the midnight oil. Wait, yeah. is that the term? Maybe, I don't know. Grind grind something. <laughs> yeah. I'm grinding. Burn? Burn the midnight oil. Yeah. <laughs> you don't grind oil. Yeah, I was like, mm, something's missing Grind there. the coffee beans. <laughs> um, yes, that too. <laughs> because I am like free. Like mm-hmm. I have a lot of freedom in my life to do that. So it's cool and I'm like taking advantage of it. But it just kind of like, if I don't like put into perspective like that, then mm-hmm. I go a little ape. Yeah, I think it's, that was me a couple months ago where I was like, what the heck am I doing? Like, yeah. I am so burnt out of everything and, like, trying to do it all and be good at it all and give it all, like, everything I had was really hard. And I think I think there's, like, a season for that when you know, like, okay, there's going to be an end to yes. this at some point. But I think it's really good to recognize when that's happening and make sure that you kind of check like, proactively, yourself. yeah, check yourself and proactively figure out, like, okay – when will I give myself some time and when will this schedule be a little bit more yes. attainable? Because obviously you can't do that forever. And, and it'll is, serve your clients better if you're not that burnt out. Totally. And like Michael asked me this question of like, when are you going to, is there ever going to be a time when you're going to give one of them up? Right. Like, are you going to just do, just do coaching and not do social media? Or you can just do social media and not do coaching, which no. Um, so I, that was like a eye opening thing of like, Oh, I don't know. Um, but also this is like total rabbit trail. Something I need to talk about and get off my chest is amongst all this stress, I, um, was like feeling a little like guilty, I guess, because I, okay. So when I was like struggling with all my eating disorder stuff, I like really made exercise like an idol in my life. And it was something that I worked through for, like, two years to, like, get to a point of, like, being okay with taking rest days, even though I'm still, like, I still struggle with that. But, like, getting to a point of, like, actively not being active Mm -hmm. and also, like, limiting my exercise. Well, when all of this, like, stressful schedule, not stressful schedule, but busy schedule came up in my life again, I have, like gotten really nervous about losing that like me time like that hour of a day where I like exercise Mm -hmm. and part of me is like that's healthy like one of the one of the podcasts that I'm obsessed with is called scrubbing in with Mm -hmm. with Becca and Tanya and Tanya Rad always calls it her Tanya time like she doesn't give up an hour she doesn't give that hour up of her day and I like really respect that because I'm like it is so important to practice that self-care and that self-love but then like me freaking out on on Monday night about like when to record and we like ultimately decided we're going to record on Tuesdays for the most part in the future which is great because then we can release it on Wednesdays but what freaks me out in my head is like the only time I have to exercise on Tuesdays is the hour we're going to be recording the podcast Mm -hmm. and it freaked me out that I was like going back into this like unhealthy 
yeah. mindset of like idolizing exercise. That can be your rest day. It could be my rest day. So then I had to process that yesterday. (laughs) Like, okay, so normally I take rest days on Saturday or Sunday. Maybe it's going to be Tuesday and I exercise on the weekend. And then I'm like, why am I freaking out so much? Like, why am Mm -hmm. I putting so much pressure? It's okay to, like, I I preach this. Why don't I practice Mm -hmm. taking a rest day and being okay with it? So pray for me, y'all, because I, that was what I freaked out about the most. Yeah. Was that. It's, it is crazy, though, that, like, you don't, I mean, you know this, but, like, you don't have to work out six days a week to I know. stay fit. And like, to maintain, like, I know. Maintain. It's, like, science. Like, I know that. Mm-hmm. It's so weird. It's, like, all has to do with, like, my past just, like, creeping in and, like, feeding me lies because it was, like, such a calories in, calories out mentality for so mm-hmm. many years that I think that that's kind of how I still... Yeah, that's still going to be a piece of your... Yes, yeah. like a struggle. And I I understand, too, like, some of it is the mental health thing. Like, I know if I haven't... Been, I'm kind of a butthole. Like, yeah. if I haven't exercised or done something for me, like, even, like, even just, like, you know this, like, spending, like, five minutes on the beach mm-hmm. calms my soul. Yeah. If I haven't well, done something, I'm, like, kind of a worse version of even myself. A, even if you... You just do less. Like, like right. You know, if I do 30 maybe, minutes instead of an hour. Like, in yeah. my mind, it's, like, got to be an hour. Or instead of running, you go, like, take a friend and go walk. Or right. walk the dog. Or do yoga instead of uh-huh. a crazy lift. Or wake or up earlier, whatever. which stresses me out. <laughs> well, you already wake up really early. So. I know. And that was another thing that stressed me out because I was like, Tuesdays is the one day I get to sleep until 6. Yeah. And so I don't want to wake up earlier to exercise. And, and then mm. I was like, why are you... Ugh, Ugh, it's so frustrating it's hard. that my head goes to these like I feel like places. We've gotten a few requests for episodes on like how to live a healthy lifestyle, and while that is extremely broad, I feel like we could talk about yes. so many of these things. So, and it's so much easier. We'll definitely cover all these too. But like, it's so much easier to know the truth, but to practice it mm-hmm. is the hardest part. So, like, just be mindful of the fact that like we're very imperfect people. Yeah. trying to help mm-hmm. like guide people on health and fitness you yeah. know so it's like not like we're perfect at it clearly heck no I'm over here like freaking out so yeah. that was my crappy it's <laughs> like a 15 minute crappy <laughs> sorry no nope, 10 minutes in we're good um my happy was I'm not gonna say who but someone in my life announced that they were pregnant this week to me, and it's so exciting Yay. because um, someone that I'm very close with, and but they're not announcing it yet, and it, I don't know, it just like, got, it gave me all the feels. We just talked about this. You know who it is, but I'm just like, ah! <laughs> like I don't know. It's like, it's, um, I'm, so I'm now exiting, I've exited the season, which is funny because we're about to talk about college, but like, at, you know, after college, everyone's getting engaged, mm-hmm. and then you're like going to engagement party after wedding, after engagement party after wedding, and now I'm like now totally in the season of like babies. Yeah, um, everyone's like either had a baby or on their second, or like get thinking about trying. getting pregnant or trying or yeah, and yeah. So I'm not there. Me neither. <laughs> not yet. Me neither. Me neither. Me neither. But oh. it was really exciting. That is. Yeah. What's yours? Um. I guess I'll start with my crappie too. I don't really have a huge one this week, but we went to Asheville this past weekend slash Kolowee, kind of 
same area for Jordan's brother's college graduation. And we kind of had all these plans to like, you know, explore Asheville and like walk around and you know, when you just like, when you end up not doing anything, you're just so exhausted. Like it, yeah. if you like, yeah, you just like sit around all day, you sit around like, all day. You're Ugh. just so it's like when you drive in the car all day. Yes. So not only was it a long drive up there, but Saturday it freaking poured like the craziest downpour I've ever seen. And we had to park. Mm. So I'm like wearing a dress and wedges up until that point we were just hanging out, like walking around trying to figure out a place to go. Cause there's like nothing really in that area. Finally get to the graduation. I'm wearing my wedges and a dress, and then we have to walk all the way into this stadium, which was quite a while in the pouring rain. Did you have an umbrella? I did, thank God. Okay, um, Jordan and I almost had to share one small one, and then I realized I had an extra in my trunk, which oh, was good. like a praise Jesus moment. Anyway, so I'm like slipping out of my shoes the whole walk down there. It was just like not an enjoyable experience and then the graduation was great but it was like two hours and we were all like okay, okay. <laughs> we're all looking at our watches graduation um, ceremonies are so long oh so long and it was a small school so I thought it was going to be really quick but no no and um but then it like it ended up being a really nice weekend hanging out with his family and stuff and we got to go to a nice dinner and then we were just basically in the car all day Sunday coming home but yeah that was my a lot of drive time in two like days a lot of driving in two days it was like Really crummy weather, and so it just made me exhausted. Yeah. I was so done after that. Um, but then my couple happies, one of them, one of my dearest, like, best childhood friends, um, she lives in upstate New York, and we haven't seen each other in, like, two or three years maybe since mm-hmm. she moved back there. And she used to go to school in that same area, but we went to high school together in Raleigh. And... I had, like, texted her the other day about her address to confirm it to make sure it was still good when I sent her her wedding invitation. And she's like, yeah, yeah, it's good. Like, we got to catch up soon. Like, let's try to get on the phone. I was like, yeah, for sure. Let's do it. She's like, I'm going to be on the road tomorrow night from, like, 5 to 10 p.m. I'm like, cool, me too. Like, I'm driving to Raleigh, so let's talk then. Yeah. So we get on the phone because Thursday night, Jordan and I drove to Raleigh so we could drop our dog off and then finish the trip on Friday. Dang. So... On the way to Raleigh, we call each other, and we're like, yeah, how are you? What's up? Oh, what are you doing? Where are you driving to? I'm like, oh, we're on our way to Asheville. Jordan's brother's graduating this weekend. And she's like, from where? And I was like, from Western. He's he's going to be in Cullowee. And she was like, I'm on the way to Cullowee. Shut up. I was like, wait a second. Shut up. Are you serious? And she's like, yeah, my brother. I didn't even realize. I'd known them my whole life. He's already freaking graduating, too, which I I just still think of him as, like, this little... Yeah, kid, you know, and I'm like, oh my gosh, are you serious? She's like, yeah, we have to get together. That's awesome. So we only caught up for a little bit. Um, and she was telling me all about their life and how things are going. And anyway, so Saturday before the graduation, I'm like, all right, come meet me here. Let's let's hang. And so I got to meet her. Um, her wife was there, which I hadn't gotten to meet her yet. Her mom and dad. And then they had um, a foster child with them Aww. that um, I got to meet as well. So it was just really, really sweet and, like, so fun to meet her or meet her wife, meet her foster son, um, that see is her so and her family. It was, ironic. like, such a funny surprise. Yeah. It's like, duh. I knew your brother went there. I just didn't know he was graduating already and it was going to be the same day. And anyway, that was really cool. That is neat. Coincidence. And then... Um, 
this morning was kind of cool too. We we were doing like a commercial. Tell me all about it. Sunrise yoga commercial. I saw it all over the gram. Yeah. So Macy texted a bunch of us the other day. She's like, "Hey, is anyone available for sunrise yoga on Wednesday morning?" And I was like, "Yeah, that sounds pretty dope. Count me in. I don't really know what it's for." And there she's like, "Well, it's for a commercial for like a bank or something like that." You'll get paid in coffee um, gift cards. I was like, all right, sweet, <laughs> count me in. <laughs> so we had to be there at 5.30 this morning, um, and it was actually a little chilly. Not it was cold lie. this morning. It was like 50-something, and yeah. we were not expecting that, so we were all a little cold. But it was just really fun. It, it looked was, really fun. It I was, was jealous. really fun. We didn't really do any. We just kind of messed around and flowed for like 45 minutes, and they just were filming us, and... He goes at the end. The commercial is gonna be like it's like supposed to be a whole thing about like the Wilmington area and the active lifestyle here and like thinking Wilmington for being a part. I don't know. I'm not really sure the context yet. You are such a representation of the active lifestyle. Yeah, exactly. That's amazing. (laughs) And so at the end, so they filmed us for a good, I want to say like 45 minutes at least. Um, Whoa, that's kind of 30 um, to 45 minutes long. But it was hilarious because <laughs> we were doing some fun, like, balance pose and stuff like that, which was actually kind of easier than some of the other stuff that was more simple. So I was saying, there was, like, not a cloud in the sky. So anytime you do something like a, like a reverse warrior or something where you're looking up, there was nothing to look at except just, like, openness. And it was kind of trippy and, like, made yeah. me dizzy. You know what I mean? And so, anyway, Emily was behind me, and she was just like, Guys, like this is ridiculous. Stop with the with the half moons and the the balance poses. Like let's just do Warrior yeah, One. Like, Tadasana. <laughs> Good thing anyway, I wasn't there. It was really I would have been like just sitting in a child's really pose. Funny. Yeah. And really beautiful and fun and it was good. It looked gorgeous, the sunrise and everything. It was. That always makes my day starting at the ocean. So Yeah. Speaking of making our day, should we review or read the yes. reviews of the week? Yes. This is a long intro, but we still have to touch on Bachelorette. Yeah, I mean, there's just plenty to talk about. People it's just catch up. Yeah. yeah. Um, this one, right? Yes. You can read. You okay. The subject is, it says obsessed, and it's from Tay O'Connor. Five stars. Thank Five you. stars. Thank you very much. Something I'm obsessed with right now, this podcast. It is so positive and encouraging, and it's something that I look forward to. You gals are so mindful and thoughtful, and it's so validating to know that there are other positive and encouraging voices like yours to help guide me on my journey. A lot of times I find that people get lost focusing on the problem rather than how to solve the problem at hand, and I recognize this because I used to do it constantly. Life is hard sometimes, but looking to God and choosing to be positive is what I'm finding is the only way to live. So just thank you from Callie for being amazing. California! So cool. That is so insane that we're... I'm wondering how people are finding How us. did you find us, Tay O'Connor? Can everyone that's listening not necessarily... Well, I, we still want to know if you're from Wilmington. But we don't get demographics on our stats. Yeah. Like, we know how many listeners are listening. So if you guys could, like, send us a message or an email or something and just say, like, where you're from and how you found us, that would be really awesome because we have no idea and it's super interesting to us also so. it's like two weeks until june and we only have 117 yeah <laughs> guys come on you helped us get to that we gotta get to 200 we, we gotta get to 200 we only have 83 more to get in two weeks come on y'all <laughs> press pause leave a review yeah we you can we have plenty of listeners 
when we know it, we can see right? the numbers. <laughs> so, Callie um, girl, tell all your girls, yes, Kate O'Connor. Exactly. Well, well thank, thank you, you. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> well, thank you. Okay. You know my mom used to say instead of like, Jinx, you owe me a Coke? She used to skip the Jinx, skip the you owe me a, just and just Coke. say, no, she would just say, Pepsi! And I was like, okay, first of all, it's Coke. <laughs> Second of all, you didn't even say Jinx. This, this is... Pointless. Uh, do you remember when it was a thing to punch someone when yeah. you saw a buggy? Yeah. Slug buggy, no. Slug buggy, no punch back. Punch back, yes. Or something like that. Punch <laughs> bug, no punch back. Something like that. Yeah. Why was that ever a thing? That was I before cell I phones. It. I did that. I <laughs> held my breath every time I passed the cemetery. Did you do that? No. Oh, that was a thing. That was like bad luck if you breathed while pa- what? Pa- driving by a cemetery. That's, I've not done that. Uh, well, you probably have a lot of bad luck coming your way. <laughs> maybe, maybe. We'll see about that. All right, so. Um, Bachelorette? Yeah. We just have to say. I told you so. Exactly. We told you so. For everyone that hated on us for loving Hannah B. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I hope you feel convicted. <laughs> I hope that you take some time to to. To reflect. To, to reflect and repent. because on negativity. Because, honey, she's great. She killed it. And maybe yes, you're the one that she's... was turned off and you didn't watch it, but I highly recommend you do it and you're going to be proved wrong because... She's so, like... She's awkward, yes, but yeah. that is because she's, like, normal. You see at the beginning? Okay. First of oh all, my gosh. right off the bat, yeah. I loved this. Because, you know, they do those ridiculous, stupid scenes. Where, where they, like, like, lean up against, a, like, a bridge. Yeah. Because like, <laughs> it's totally normal. Like, that's right. what I do in my hometown. I just lean up against bridges and fences and just, like. And walk through tall grass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, like, totally my favorite hobby. <laughs> and she's, like. She's, like, I don't, I don't know, know what, what to do. And she's just cracking up, like, laughing at herself. I'm, like, exactly. I mean, this is what we really want to see because it's so true. Like, you're not some perfect Little angel <laughs> reflecting in fields of sunflowers right. your whole life. It, I I loved that. And I did too. But at first I was like, all right, stop playing up the awkwardness. Like, we get it. This is who she is. Let's just get into the real stuff. And I thought she was, like, poised. Oh, yeah. She was polite. She was fun. really flirty fun. and yes. fun. And, like, I liked when the guy was like, and, like, you're really pretty. And she was like, well, that's good that you think so. Or else this would be really weird. Yeah. Like, really awkward for you. I loved it. I loved everything about it, except some of the, the guys. Some of the guys. And oh, Like, Lord. it's not the best batch of guys, I'm going to have to admit. I don't, I cannot stand Luke. Whatever oh, his, I can't remember his last barf. initial. I don't know. It's one, it's the Luke that one of the, the first impression. It's of. the douchey Luke, because he Ugh. is so fake to me. So he fake. He is just playing her like a little fiddle. And she's falling for it, because she wants a guy that's like... Up front, yeah. Yeah, and, like, bold. And also, like, she's looking for, like, a Jesus man. And he's like, mm. I'm not trying to question his Christianity. I'm sure he loves God. But he's pulling but he's that card pulling a lot. card a little <laughs> too hard. And the whole, like, yeah, I mean, I, I like to think of myself as a pretty attractive guy. You know? Yeah, I'm like, and you I, just self-described yourself as attractive. He's like, yeah, and I, and I used to take advantage of the fact that a lot of girls thought that. I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay, well, we know that means. all over. Luke. Yeah, I hated it. But anyway. Yeah, she's killing it though. And I, my top, my favorites so far are Pilot Pete. 
I think he actually is going to go make top three. I really, I don't think he's going to make past top five, but I really like Mike Johnson. Me too. Like, he's so sweet. Wait, okay, we need to pick a top five because we did this with, with Bachelor. Okay. Okay, can I pull up the list? Because yes. I, I don't really remember all of them. I was really confused when she sent that one pilot home, Jason. Which, I by the way, him. why would you name your kid Jason? It's like so close to Jason and Chase that he's. I told everyone's going to be confused their whole life. It's because one pilot wore his uniform and the other one didn't. I he know. dropped the ball on it. Even I know, but still, wouldn't you keep both? Because he was so awesome. He was, but I think, it, I don't know. I mean, the fact that she kept the weirdo. Was definitely like John Paul. Made her do that. John Paul, John Paul Jones. Jones. I can't. How terrifying he was at the end. That look that he was giving. He's freaky. Who did not like him? Okay, I don't love Cam. I don't either. I, I don't he's, understand. He's like kind of nerdy. He and needs... when he's like ABC, always be Cam. I'm like, okay, bye. Mm, no, love chasing, but he's gone. He's gone. Connor's sweet, but he won't make it past top. Connor 10. S. I like. He's cute. Oh, I like this Connor one. S. Yeah. Yes, I love Connor S. And he's from Dallas. And they had they had that really intense kiss. Yes. They had a lot of chemistry. I think he'll be top. They're all like babies. He'll though. be top five for sure. Yeah, I like him. So Connor S. is a is a contender. I don't even remember Darren. Don't remember him either. Devin, actually no. Mm, yep. Um, Dustin was really sweet. He's sweet. I don't understand the nose ring, but and I don't I don't think he'll make it past or to the top five. Mm. Dylan, I just like can't. He wore a white suit. Um, I think he might be there for the wrong reason, and that I think he might like the the other the other sex. Yeah, Garrett was sweet. Garrett's not top five for me. I like Garrett a lot. I liked his accent. Don't even. I don't remember Grant. Wait, Grant was the one that was like, I don't think she really wants anyone to go talk to her right now. And then Luke stood up and went and talked to her. Oh, I don't remember that part. I don't remember Hunter. Jed will make it to the top five, the country singer. I think he's there for the wrong I reasons. I think he's there for to be, to be famous. famous. Joe also, is already gone. <laughs> oh, God. Also, how hilarious is it that they Wait, got... Wait, was he the box guy? Yeah, they got another okay. Joe from Chicago with a strong accent, and he was gone the first night. Remember Joe the Grocer? I heard about Rebecca's that. Rebecca's season? Oh, yeah, you don't um, watch Rebecca's I didn't really season. watch it. Joey's kind of okay. Joey literally looks like Joey from Brotherly Love. Remember that show on Disney Channel? Yes. What are those three That's brothers? Oh, John, John Paul, Paul Jones. Jones. No. Ah, he was sweet, mm. but no. He, Jonathan, who's Kevin? I don't remember Kevin. Behavioral therapist. Luke P will make it to the top five, and that mm. that pisses know. me off. I think mm. there's some drama that's gonna happen Maybe. though. He's Matt gone. Donald, I liked. You didn't like him. Mm-mm. I liked him, but he's gone already. He's, he's cute. Like I thought that was a bad decision to send him home he's over. Just a little corny, you know. Yeah, but I like corny. Mateo's cute. Mateo's cute. Okay, wait. So far, we've got Peter, Connor, Luke P. You liked Garrett. Is Mm -hmm. that right? Mm -hmm. I don't remember Matthew. Don't either. Mike Mike. Johnson. Love. Love Mike. Love Peter. Peter. Ryan, don't know him. Oh, Scott's gone. gone. Bye. Bye, Felicia. Tyler Tyler C. C. She liked him. He's cute. I thought he was kind of weird. He kind of looked really drunk the second he walked out of the limo. I mean. Probably was. Those are my top five. Yeah. Yeah, those are mine too. So, Mike Johnson. Peter. Pete, the pilot. Connor S. Jed. Okay, we have more than five. Oh, shoot. Luke. I don't think Jed's making it to top five. I think Jed's making it past Luke. Hmm. Okay. We need a bracket. I know. We'll, we'll make a bracket. We're like 30 minutes in. We're still talking about The Bachelorette. Well, you know, Sorry. Fast whatever. forward if you've done like, 
if you don't like it. Or if you don't watch this show at all. So oh, It's going to be a good season. If you don't watch it, you should start now because you're only missing one episode. Because we're going to want to talk about it. Yeah, so. we'll talk about it every week. So, sorry. Right. Well, that, that was fun. Yeah. Press. <laughs> okay, so this week we're talking about college. Good old college days. The um, good old yesteryears. We've had a lot of different questions about college so we figured we would just kind of generalize in an episode. I think we've we've kind of steered away from getting super specific on our topics. Yeah. Um, unless we have like a specific guest coming on that's a, a yeah. You know, and and this expert, topic's kind but, of broad. Like we could talk about college for oh yeah years. Yeah. But to start off, I graduated from college in 2011, so that's just going to put perspective into how long it's been since I've been there. Mm-hmm. I graduated eight years ago. I graduated in 2014, so yeah. so five years ago. So I went to the University of Oklahoma, Chelsea. I went to UNCW plus ECU. I graduated from UNCW. I started at ECU, so that's a whole thing that we could talk about too. Mm-hmm. Um, a few of you asked what our majors were and kind of if we're Pursuing applying that. that to what we're doing now. So I was a I went to school because I wanted to be the next um, Diane Sawyer. I thought I was going to be a newscaster, a famous one. Um, well, so I went in for broadcast journalism and then took this like super intense class my freshman year that like weeded everyone out of broadcast journalism and I ended up doing PR in the journalism school. So public relations and journalism was my major. I don't do journalism, but I do kind of work in PR in that I still work in the marketing field. To some mm-hmm. extent, but sit from when I graduated until this year, really, I was in marketing until I became like a trainer mm-hmm. and decided to start like Soul and start my own business. Yeah. So, yes, I did use a lot of the skills that I gained in college, but I think a lot of what you learn is work experience. Oh, yeah. Like that's where you gain the skills for mm-hmm. the work field. Yeah. <laughs> so much of it, I didn't like have those click aha moments until I got into the field and like was actually working yeah like oh that's what that meant because how are you supposed to know what any of that means when your whole life all you've done is school 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 you don't have any real life experience application of it um other than you know a few part-time jobs you have here and there that are just yeah like I was a camp counselor yeah which was great I learned a lot but not about marketing well and I think your PR too is you know there's this this whole thing that's obvious the statistics about, you know, your major not necessarily being what um, you end up doing. Yeah, what you end up doing later on in life. But I do think it's still so important to get a degree that you get a degree because whether it's exactly what you end up doing or not, there's still so many different things that can be applied to what you ultimately end up doing. Or you might change careers several times throughout your lifespan. But I mean, even, even for you, you're marketing skills has allowed you to build soul to be what it is right. now. You started that from the ground up and right. and also allows you to freelance and do these other things to help support that bigger dream of yours, even if it might not be what you want to do yeah. forever, you know? So. Totally. I think if you, like, don't really necessarily know what you want to do, then it's good to get a degree in, in something that's, like, generic or mm-hmm. – uh, broad and applicable to a lot of fields because then you can kind of explore that after you graduate yeah I think that if 
I think there are reasons to go and to not go to college, and we that could be a whole other episode. Yeah. I think uh, maybe if you like know exactly what you want to do, and that's the only thing you want to do in life, and you know you don't need college to do that, and you would go into thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt that you can't afford to pay off, then maybe don't go to college. But mm-hmm. I had no idea what I wanted to do. I just know I wanted to like work. Yeah. <laughs> and so I, I'm so glad that I got a degree. Me too. And that I, but I'm also very fortunate because I have parents who like helped me. Yes, um, I'm very fortunate not to drown not have in debt. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So to answer that question on my side, um, I was an exercise science major, and yeah, I could. You would say that I. Oh yeah, you definitely definitely um, made that my career at least for a little while. Was my full time career. I don't think. I definitely didn't go into it thinking, I want to be an instructor or a personal trainer. It just kind of happened that way, and we've touched on that in a few different episodes. I won't tell the whole story again, but um, it kind of was something that just fell into my lap, and I definitely enjoyed working full-time in the fitness industry for as long as I did, but it's, it's, it's one of those things that's frustrating, I think, in this day and age because of social media and... This, this whole fitness like movement there's a lot of things about it that frustrate me mm-hmm. um but one of them is that like so many people think that oh I'm just gonna go be a trainer and like there's so there's such a saturation of the industry now that people think oh like I look good I work out this way and this works for me and yeah I see what you're saying and so now I'm gonna be a coach and now you've got all these people and I don't know it was like almost it's not the reason why I got out of it but I kind of lost like the luster. Yeah, um, no, that makes sense for it because like anyone can become a personal trainer, right? You know? And you can, and some people are really good at it. But like some people aren't. Yeah, and, <laughs> and it, there's a common misconception about it. Like you work out, right, and you feel really good after you work out, and you love how it makes you feel, and then you want to be able to do that for other people and make it your career. I can't even tell you how many people have messaged me saying like, "Oh, mm-hmm. I want to. I'm thinking about becoming a trainer. What should I do?" or which certification should I get and all this stuff. And I'm like, if you think this is 100% what you want to do, go for it. Mm-hmm. But it's not easy and you're not going to make money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're going to have to hustle day in and you day out. hustle your out. life away. And, and you know this firsthand. Yeah. But, and if you love it, it's worth it. Like I definitely went through that little hustle period. But all that just to say, I kind of phased myself out of it being my only passion because I was just starting to to realize like okay this isn't what I want to do exclusively I Mm -hmm. still wanted it to be a part of my life I still feel like I owe that to myself because it is still a passion of mine and it was what I got my degree in um but I'm more satisfied and more fulfilled and and I think ultimately we'll end up having more like longevity in my career with with my photography business yeah um I agree and I think the same goes for you. Like whether you end up staying with your marketing and social media management, or just coaching, or whatever, it has ultimately led you to soul. Yeah, you can use what those can skills go, regardless. Yeah, and soul can be so many different things. Um, oh, it's gonna be. And I know, and I know you have such big plans for it. So I'm not saying not to discourage anyone. I'm just saying that you you don't have to lock yourself in to a bubble or a specific pathway because I will say I am so glad I had the experiences that I did in fitness because one, it changed my life Mm -hmm. and I am so much healthier now. 
which we'll get into later about college lifestyles. Yeah. Stuff like that. The unhealthiness. Um, yeah. Um, but two, like so much of my skill set that I developed over five years of teaching group fitness has translated so well into um, working with people behind the camera. Mm-hmm. Because just like I have to keep the energy going, make people feel confident, never stay silent, um, and just have that like those personal skills to yeah just to because you think about it some of the most vulnerable times are when you're like you always say with soul or when you're being worked out to death or you're in a class for the first time and you're super intimidated or you're behind a camera like mm-hmm. it's very similar like, oh my gosh. places like, of I, it's uncomfortable yeah of vulnerability and being uncomfortable and totally in a new place and I think I owe that skill to how I sharpened it with teaching classes. Absolutely. So I will never take that for granted or... Yeah. I think like basically if you're in college or if you're about to go to college and you don't know what you want to do, that's okay. Mm -hmm. Like you might be a senior in college and be like, I have no idea what I'm going to do with this degree. That's okay. Like don't freak out. Everything, (laughs) Everything in life is going to fall into place eventually and the steps you take along the way are just as big as a part of the journey as getting to the end Mm -hmm. and like figuring out what you want to do. Mm -hmm. So if you're like, crap, I'm a business major, but I don't know what I want to do with business. Well, that's okay. It's okay. I wish I had a degree in business to be honest. Like, yeah, Michael, or at least like a minor or something because I, now I own a business and I wish I knew more about how to do it. Right. Or if you graduate and you wanted to start and you want to start a business, but you're like, I'm an art major. That's okay. Yeah. It's doable. You can go to LegalZoom.com and yeah. uh, start an LLC. <laughs> Just call us. We have yeah. no idea what we're doing. Come to our workshop <laughs> in July. Um, <laughs> for real. Plug. Shameless Anywho. plug. Anywho. Okay. So that's that's question number one. What was your major? Where did you go? And are you applying it to your life now? Our very roundabout way of answering mm-hmm. that. In so, true us fashion. It, yes. Thank you for still listening. Um, <laughs> if you are. <laughs> Uh, let's see, freshman year roommate stories or just freshman year stories in general? Yeah, so I've roomed with my best friend um, it, from life. We've been best friends since we were four, and um, everyone warned us, like, not everyone, but, like, a lot of people are like, are you sure you want to live with your best friend? I heard mm-hmm. horror stories. Yeah. We actually killed it. Like, we're still best friends. Well, that's great. Um, Did she you was, live in a dorm? We lived in the dorm. She was the maid of honor at my wedding. We lived together every year of college except junior year. Um, and it wasn't because of bad things. We just, like, wanted to live in different areas of town. Mm-hmm. Um, but I – so I had a great roommate experience. And then we had suite mates that we shared a bathroom with. And we loved them, too. So we were, like, super fortunate. But I've heard horror stories. And I'm yeah, so thankful. I have, too. I didn't have any – I really didn't have that bad of roommate experiences at all in college. I mean, like, I had some partier roommates some one year. Yeah. But, like, it wasn't – yeah. Horror. That's college. Yeah. It was very college. Yeah. So people are going to hate me for this, but freshman year I started at ECU and I was going to live with a friend, which I'm kind of glad that we didn't end up doing it because this was a friend that I talked about in another episode that oh, we didn't, yeah. now we're not friends anymore. But um, I kind of was like a last minute decision to, to go to ECU because originally I wanted to go to state and I didn't get in. And anyway, I was kind of like, ah, well, whatever, I guess this is just what I'm going to do. And so I was really nervous about the whole dorm situation. And I don't even remember how I found this place, but basically there was this one building that was 
technically on campus. It was between the dining hall and the gym, campus towers for anybody that is a ECU pirate. And Arg. so it was technically on campus, but it was owned privately. So it wasn't a dorm. So you didn't live in the dorms. So I didn't live in the dorms. You had like a straight up apartment. I had you? a straight up little, st- it wasn't an apartment, but it was a little studio. Yeah, I hate you because so, mine was a box. It was a tiny little room. Mine was the size of this kitchen table that we're recording our podcast it was. At, I swear. Trust me, mine was not much bigger than that. It was just, <sighs> I just had it to myself. So I had like a little, like a counter with a mini fridge and a microwave, but I didn't have like a real oven or anything like that. And I had a bathroom and a bed. And that was basically like my Did you have a roommate studio. in your bed? Room? I didn't have, I was living alone. Oh. Which some people were like, ooh, how did, you, how did you manage that? You know, your first year of college. But I loved it. Because I had my privacy, like I didn't have to have someone in my, yeah, my room nice. at all times. But our little like hall, I guess you could say, and it was co-ed. So like my next, my across the street or across the hall, <laughs> across the street <laughs> neighbors ended up being some of my best like guy friends in college. Um, they were some of them were crazy, but we had so much fun, and we would just always like be in and out of each other's rooms. That was the and, best part about the door. Oh my gosh, it was so fun! And you it, just so, leave your door open, yep. and you would go from room to room, and everyone was like, it was just there's no other experience like that. So it might as well have been a dorm experience because it was like that, except we didn't get in it was trouble just a for stuff. Bougie dorm experience. Yeah, and so the I forget what they were called. Something advisor, like we had. A college student that lived on our resident floor. advisor, not RA, because it wasn't a dorm. I don't remember what the, what they called it. It was basically like their version of an RA. Mm-hmm. They just kind of like tried to keep the peace. They didn't come in and write you tickets for having alcohol or anything like that. Yeah, but they that would was just, baby. you know, if there was like a a noise complaint or something like that. So she lived right beside me, um, but she was really cool and she kind of let us get away with stuff. But. Be, okay, so if you're familiar with Greenville, have you ever been to Greenville? Yeah. So the hot dogs, right? Sup dogs. Yeah, sup dogs. So downtown, I'm saying that in air quotes because there's not much of a downtown, was right there, and so you could walk out steps at your door and be at the bars. And so what ended up happening was because my dorm or my apartment didn't have rules about you no know, alcohol, guess where everybody went on weekends? Your apartment to pregame. They came over, and so I would have. Probably 10 to 20 people in my, like, little apartment because that was, like, the hangout spot to go drink because, obviously, we couldn't drink at the bars. So, our routine was, like, okay, we're going to have a pregame from this time to this time. And girls got into this one club for free before 10. So, we would go down there. We would call it, let's go get marked up. Oh, no, my god! They'd give you the X <laughs> on your hand because we were 18. Oh, that um, so that we could get in for free later when there wasn't a cover. So we would, oh, so we would go see. get marked up, go back to the apartment, drink, and then go to the club. Man, college. <laughs> so I um, mean, yeah, it was, it was. So do you ever think about the dorm life and how you're like, how did I live? So like, I think about our room. We had a very um, unfortunate situation where. Most of the dorms, you could, like, do, like, a lofted bed, and you could, like, take up the corner of the room with beds and still have all the other space for, like, you know, your microwave and your desk and all that. Well, ours was a handicap room, so our door was bigger, which means we couldn't loft our bed on that wall because it would block the door. 
So we had to put our beds like side by side with like this little, I'm, I'm, I'm not kidding when I say it's like this big of a hallway. Yeah. So like we would hop off our beds and be like, Touching. Touching. Yeah. <laughs> and be like, hey, what's up? Um, so it was like really small. But I think about like we li- – all of our stuff, both of us humans, me and Natalie's stuff, was mm-hmm. all in one room. Yeah. Everything we owned. Yeah. That's insane to think about now. I know. I know. It is. But I mean, when you're in college, like you don't need – You don't have a ton. Well, you just make do. And you're not used to living on your own anyway. So that's like your first standard for – Right. Life, you know. It's, like, it's oh, crazy, yeah. though, when you look back and you're like, oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. Yeah. Look at all the stuff that I have now. Yeah. How did I ever? Like, I have I have to use two closets in my house. And that we had, like, a cupboard in college. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. that little thing. You didn't even have a closet. I know. I know. Oh. So, yeah, that was my freshman year. Sophomore year, I moved off campus with my friend Kelsey. And we're still really good friends. And then I moved here. Didn't know anybody. Kind of randomly met my... Uh, that's a whole nother tangent I could go on, but I ended up living in the same place here um, for both my junior and senior year, and it turned out Jordan lived on the same street as me, and Aww. we didn't know each other. Yeah, that's crazy. Michael and I went to the same school and had all the same lot or a lot of mutual friends and didn't know each didn't other. Didn't know each other. Wasn't meant to be. I know. We were not meant to meet in college. Thank God. <laughs> thank the Lord. I thank God I didn't meet him and he didn't meet me because freshman and sophomore year, Catherine were. She was like a little crazy. Yeah. And like, let's just say she experienced the true <laughs> college experience. Um, and then yes. same with Michael. He was like, of all the people, this is like the the craziest thing to me. Michael Banco was the party chair of his fraternity. What? Yes. Yes. I would never see that coming. Little goody Michael was party chair. Um my sophomore year, I lived in the sorority house, Troy Delta, with 94 women. 94. Nine. Nine. Four. It's almost 100. Yeah. So that was How a big lot. was this house? It was massive. So Greek life at OU was like the thing. Like 80% of students were in a house. Oh my gosh. It was like, That's insane. It was insane. It was basically like that movie or that TV show Greek. Yeah. Like every, it, that was it. That wow. was what our life was like. That sounds like my nightmare. It was not, it was not my favorite year of college and I wasn't really like actually 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 a big regret of college I have is like not trying to be more involved in my sorority because I feel like I just threw money away or my mom did yeah. sorry mom because I was like whatever I can do or not do to not get fined I'll do that and just right. that like I was very bare minimum like I I hate this but I'm really not close with any of my Tri Delta sisters. I mean, there's some that I still like keep in touch with via social media and like text every now and then. But, anyways, I like lived in this house, not really, be, I wasn't like super close with anyone. And so that year, Natalie, my who was in the house with me, my first semester of, of sophomore year, she ended up quitting Tri Delta. She was like, I can't. So she leaves me. And I'm like, oh, well, shoot. I'm like by myself, like literally by myself now. Luckily, I had a roommate second semester that I really enjoyed, but. That was not a fun. I would not have liked Greek life. The snacks were great, and the food, like being fed all the time, was great. But yeah. mm. my roommate um, here in Wilmington was in a sorority, and it was hilarious because she was like, she came, she was from Long Island, so like we kind of bonded on that. Um, but obviously, she was more recently from Long Island because she came right from there to here, and I would just like never see her as being a sorority chick, but she was just like trying to get involved and meet people and I 
salute her for that. But I would just crack up, especially if you knew her, because the things that she would have to do, she'd be like complaining about all the time. Like, oh, I got to go to this stupid thing later. Or I got to memorize this song. Yeah. And she just like (laughs) hated it. And I'm like, why are you even doing this? Like, and any time, this was the kicker for me. Well, I was like, thank you, Lord, that I didn't ever get into this. Because if this, this is what I turned into, I would not be happy. Anytime we would run into some of her sorority sisters on campus or anytime we went out to the bars or to a restaurant or anywhere in Wilmington, guess what the first thing they would do would be? Their handshake. No. Oh. Talk crap about another sister. Oh, that's rude. Every single time. And I'm not going to say which sorority it was because I don't even think I would remember correctly. Yeah. But isn't that ridiculous? That I was is like, ridiculous. You all call yourself sisters, but it's basically like, I'm, look, I'm, I'm sure not all sororities are like this, but I was like, I don't want to have to buy my friends. Like, Ooh, I want them to be. We might get some emails for that. <laughs> well, I don't know. But like, if that, that was the example of it for me. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean? no, totally. Like, I'm sure there's been great experiences for some people and different sororities and different schools. And I think it is a great way freshman year to. Jump on people. In. Oh my gosh. But it's a lot of responsibility and there's a lot of extra commitment and drama and, you know, different yes. elements that I'll add to your college experience. I will say though, I get jealous now because there was like some, uh, there were some like sorority sisters of mine that like are all still like best friends and mm-hmm. like. I have great bonds like that with friends, so I'm not, like, jealous of, like, their friendship, but I don't have that type of camaraderie with women, but, like, they did, like, find their peeps in college, and now they're, like, all in each other's weddings, they're all having babies together, and it's really cool. I just didn't have that experience. And not everyone does, and I'm sure some people do, so I didn't mean that in a in a. Oh, no, no, I was just making a joke. (laughs) Yeah, I was just like, wow, this is, this is, like, why are you still doing this if this is this, like, type of um, environment that you're paying to be a part of that doesn't sound very yeah very nice so anyway yeah that was but yeah freshman year sophomore year I think I went into college with this really um in high school I was like super not I wasn't uh what's the word sheltered but I Mm -hmm. was a goody goody in high school and I think it's because love you Jimmy but my brother was a couple he was in high school before me and he made all the mistakes yeah so I like learned from that and was like I'm just gonna be I'm just like not gonna drink not gonna party in high school Mm -hmm. whatever and um I kind of like prided myself on being like morally good and then when I got to college I was like oh my gosh (laughs) like there's so many things to experience and I'm not condoning that at all. And I definitely, like, was so lost my freshman and sophomore year when I was, like, partying or trying to, like, find my identity in, mm-hmm. in things that, like, weren't true of me or things that weren't healthy. But I, I would say that those two years, although they were the hardest two years of my life and I considered, like, transferring, were the most some of the most transformative years of my life because I went from, like, thinking I knew who I was to like completely not knowing who I was at all to like finding myself again. Yeah. And like this quote unquote like adult life or like yeah. on my own lifestyle. So I think that that's something that college is really good for is like teaching you a little bit more about who you are outside of the confinement of your parents' house, Definitely. you know. I feel like every single year was a different like era for me in college yeah like freshman was totally different than sophomore and then sophomore was totally different than junior oh they all taught me something different everything was was transformative for me I feel like 
I didn't really know who I was until like I graduated. Like yeah. I know some people are like, oh, you find yourself in college. I'm like, no, oh no 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 no. I, I don't still think don't know I who I did. Like at all. <laughs> you know, like I like I wouldn't take those experiences back. Well, some of them I would, but for the most part, like I think it all did shape me to be who I am now. But at some of it, I look back and I'm like, gosh, thank the Lord, I am not there anymore. Like not I, that person I just anymore. did not. Yeah. I just didn't know. And I needed that to, to go totally. through that. But it kind of sucks when you look back. And it's like, hard. Oh, God. Some of it's cringeworthy. But um, I guess that's kind of a good segue into that into this question that we got about the party scene. And she asked, basically, what, do you, what are your thoughts on the party scene? Like, is there a line? Um, should we not participate in it at all? And my answer to that is, hundred percent there's a line there's a definitely a line i will say i was not a like good old like perfect girl in college that's for sure i i was in high school i was the same way as you like truly did not party in high school i felt like i wasn't one of the cool kids because i didn't drink Mm -hmm. but i didn't really care because my life was the little group of friends that I had, and it was great horse showing. Yeah, and that was my weekends, and I loved it, and I just didn't really care. And then you get to college, and you have all this freedom, and especially at a school like ECU, where the party culture is unreal. Like it's, it's not just a stereotype. I lived it. It's it's, it's a all thing. up in your face. It's, yeah, and if you didn't. You were hanging out by yourself or like I didn't really find my people that didn't party. Like the people that I connected with the most did and not that that's the reason why I did it. It's just kind of what I fell into. Um, yeah. And so I, I think you can you can do it and there's you can stay behind that line. But it's it's hard when you don't know where that is yet. Like and I feel like college is where you figure that out there's yeah I think there's a lot of experiences that you do end up having maybe um without necessarily wanting to like maybe there are some regrets that you experience that Mm -hmm. end up teaching you I think that like if you're going to college with a firm identity and like who who you are whose you are what you want to be about then there's different ways of finding that specific community mm-hmm. I had no idea who I was and didn't really care to learn until yep. later on and so I have a but I will look back I do have a lot of regrets from college like oh me too like I made some some mistakes and I I did not hold myself to the standard that I would hope to hold myself to now yeah and Looking back, I think it's because I inserted myself in situations where it was really easy for me to mm-hmm. not be the best version of myself. However, once I decided my junior year that like this is re- this isn't really the lifestyle I want to like keep living. Like, mm-hmm. sure, like at that point I was twenty one, so I like obviously I loved a good drink every now and then. But I found out like the the community that I wanted to be surrounded with, and like I sought that out in the places that I would find that like. If I wanted to find people who love the Lord, then I'm not going to find them on Saturday at 1 a.m. in a frat house. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to find them at church in a community group or, you know, yeah. like at a intramural volleyball league, you know, mm-hmm. something like that. So that's what I started doing my junior year and really found my like true friendships in college that are still my best friends today. Yeah. So I think it's just kind of like, who are you still finding yourself? How... 
how do you want to be defined? How, you know, like it's, it's a learning experience, you know, right. like it's a hit and a miss sometimes, mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean there isn't like yeah growth or redemption or any yeah. of those like fun yeah. stories, you know? I know. Like, like <laughs> I had a great time freshman and sophomore year and some in junior and senior year too, when I got here and made new friends that I partied with and studied with and ate meals with all the time. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it's different for everybody, whatever that line might be. It always is baffling to me. There was so many, when I was a nursing major, there was no one partied harder than the nursing majors. And I was like, <laughs> those nurses, man doing this. Like they were, and they would still get like straight A's party all the time. Get up at like 6am and go to their clinicals and like still make it out alive. That was not going to be any of that. I did definitely party and make it to 8 a.m. classes, which I don't know how I did, but I did. Um, but yeah, I think I had some really great times with it, and I wouldn't say, like, don't party at all, because let's be honest, like, it's college. If you want to, you're going to. But if you want, if you are trying to find, you will find a party anywhere you look in college. So right. if you're, if that's something that you want to, like, not steer clear from, but, like, maybe not be about, then, like, you have to be very active in pursuing else, like, other things. Yeah. And that is, that shows maturity, and it shows, like, determination on your part, and, or else it's really easy to, like, yeah. I mean, college is this undescribable experience of, like, a whole nother world outside of the world you've known and been confined to for 18 years. And then you're all of a sudden opened up to new types of people, new types of, um, parties, experiences. And And so it's only natural for you to like slip and fall and figure yourself out along the way. Mm -hmm. Um, however, the community in college is like the coolest thing ever. Like Michael and I were talking about this driving around this weekend because we were like, Talking about how, like, you know, you used to, like, just, like, wake up and walk across the hall to your friend's house. Yeah. and like Or to your friend's dorm or apartment or whatever. And, like... I know. You just hung out. And now it's, like, we got to, like, call each other and, like, meet up. Or can we get a... Ba- can some people get a babysitter for I the know. kids? Like, that type of community will never... It's never going to happen it's again. It's never going to yeah. happen again. So, if you are a current student or about to be a student, like, cherish that. Because that, that is the, the coolest type the of community you will... Not ever experience, but it's, like, the most unique style of community you'll ever experience. I agree. I remember that was the thing that I, like, mourned the most Uh after graduating and moving back home. I was like, oh, I I hate that it's, like, such an ordeal to make plans and, like, see friends. And it's so easy to just do anything on a whim. Yes, I remember moving to Dallas after college, and it's, like, this massive city that you had to, like, drive 25 minutes just to, like, meet someone for, like, Mm -hmm. coffee. And... It was terrible, yeah. like, because you would be so tired after work, you would just end up not doing it, and then we're in college, you have this, like, zeal and energy about you where you can, like, rally all night long. Like, <laughs> I remember we would, like, go get dinner sometimes at midnight, like yeah. a fourth dinner, yeah. and, like, stay up till four in the morning, like, hanging out, and then still wake up for 9 a.m. classes. Like, it's baffling to me, I the, know. the things that you conquer in I can <laughs> nap like a dang pro like oh, I was like oh okay I'm gonna nap standing up I have this time and this time I'm gonna nap for 20 minutes and then I'm gonna get this paper done and then I'm gonna go to this class like I had everything down to a science and it's kind of impressive it was <laughs> but, but also I just still I can't go back there oh my gosh 
I was so over undergrad by the end. I like very much commend anyone that went on to higher education. Oh, that's studying um, stuff, man. That's a because I just remember, like, I'm already someone that struggles with high anxiety, um, and thinking back to those years, I feel like I was just living in a constant state of anxiety because there's always something you could be doing more. Like you could never get ahead in a class. Mm-hmm. You could always be studying. Like there's always going to be the next paper that's due. There's always going to be the next test that's coming. There's always going to be the next assignment and the next semester or there's always going to be this and, experience that you're missing. Like there's so right, much FOMO. There's and, so much FOMO happening if you're staying and studying and all your friends are doing this because that is your life. That you don't have any other responsibility other than school, maybe a part-time job, and your social life. Yeah. And man, did that. That was a, yeah, that was a serious struggle. And in, in the midst of that, my health was not, not good. Yeah, I, don't, uh, I didn't even know what health was. Yeah. All I did was eat Taco Bell and dorm food and... I think I worked out twice in college. One time I ran to the end of the stop sign and I called my friend to come pick me up. The stop sign at the end of my street. Uh, I was like, can you come pick me up? I came and walked back. Like, that's how I active I was. <laughs> I, I went to the gym, but it was never consistent enough. And I also drank too much to, to like, bounce know, anything to balance out. It out. Yeah, like, there was no balancing it out with Easy Mac and, like, nine drinks. Oh, my gosh. Weekend, I right? ate so much Easy Mac. Oh, so much Easy Mac. Yeah. So much. So funny story about Easy Mac. There was this one night I was really drunk coming home from the bars or something and I made Easy Mac and I went to go put this like salt that I had on top of it out of like a little salt shaker and it opened on the spoon side and it poured all over it and I just remember thinking like, oh, this is going to be really gross, but I I put like some other... seasoning in it to think that it would like balance out the salt and I just remember eating oh my god like yep nope this is over I can't do that that's over yet real quick (laughs) yes it did oh man but yeah I think one it's college you just eat what you have to eat but two I I think when we were going to school too there wasn't a lot lot of of like information on health yeah there really wasn't and I know that sounds ridiculous but I'm five years graduated but when I was a freshman that was 2010 and so it was almost 10 years ago that I started life on my own with trying to feed myself and keep my own well yeah a health and diet to be it, it wasn't it wasn't as like um there wasn't as much information on like how to eat healthy out the fitness there. and health movement had not happened yet yeah, we'll just say that and kicked off Definitely I, I agree not. Um, as far as people will say, college is amazing. It's so fun. It is some of like the greatest four years of your life or five or six, whatever, however many years you go. (laughs) However many it takes you. But I do remember like when I was about to graduate, a lot of like adults would be like, man, those are the best four years of my life. Don't ever leave. I will say life keeps getting better and better. It does. So like if you think if maybe if you're leaving college, or you're about to graduate and you're like nervous about the real world. It's hard, but it just every year that you know yourself and you know God and you know your passions and mm-hmm. and who you're meant to be a little bit better, it just gets better. Like it does. It just gets so much better. I'm so much happier now than I, I ever was gosh. before. Yes. Yeah. I feel like that college was fun. It was 
an experience I'll never have again. But I was never fully happy. Like, I feel like I, w- I was always seeking more. Like, I was seeking myself. I was seeking having someone else, a relationship. I was seeking, like, what am I going to do with my future? There was just so much uncertainty and, like, longing, mm-hmm. I think. And now that I, I, I think, know yeah. all of that, it's you're in such a, like, I, I think a lot of that longing comes from not knowing where like the true source of joy comes from yeah like you're finding you're trying to find it in all these like um fleeting things like mm-hmm. maybe it's a friend group or a party scene mm-hmm. or a football game or whatever you're trying to find or a major you're trying to find all these this like sustenance for life's joy and everything but god yeah and so you can go to college with a different perspective of like knowing who you are knowing who god is and like chasing after that and experience a different kind of joy than we ever experienced while still getting some really cool four years experience, mm-hmm. four years of your life, you know? Yeah. Um, I don't think that happens often. God yeah. writes different stories for everyone. <laughs> yeah. We just got to either walk in it or learn from the missteps, mm-hmm. but <laughs> you like, know, the trips along the he, way. He knows we're going to make those missteps, you know? And well, he's very wary. Yeah. And ultimately, I think everything that happened has led me back to, to him. him. Yeah, yeah, which is amazing. Even if I lost a lot of that along the way. Like, I never didn't have my faith. I definitely steered. Like, I just didn't put it on the top of my priorities for those years because it's it's easy to get lost sucked in and, and lost in. when yeah. you're like, who am I? What am I doing? Everything's new. There's so much pressure. Totally. Um, and I get that. But I wish I, I would have hung on to it more, but... I think you live, you learn. Yeah. God does his thing anyways. Yeah. And he's still good. Yeah. And you're going to have fun. Yeah. It's, you are either way. I don't really know if we like bestowed any wisdom on y'all, but like <laughs> you definitely learned a little bit more about our oh, college experiences. When we got those questions, I'm like, do people think that we just like didn't party in college? Because that is definitely false. Or yeah, we all have stories. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. Yeah. <laughs> There's some stories for sure, but um, shameless living. Yeah, it is what it is, and I can I can definitely say that I I know that everything happens for a reason, whether whether it's cringy or not. You know, looking back, God so. can use whatever mess and make it beautiful. If that's anything, if there's anything I've learned in my 30 years, it's that. Agree. So. Agree. So if should, you, we, should we wrap it up? Yeah, let's wrap it up. Okay. I guess Which, we don't really ask each other our four questions. I mean, something I'm going to be binging is The Bachelorette. Yes. Um, also, I started, I think I'm only one or two episodes in, but everyone's talking about that show Dead to Me on I Netflix. I this. It's really good. Watch it. You would like it. Okay. I just finished Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, so I'm a little bit sad about that because I finished it today. You were and into I think, that. I think it's, it was like the finale episode. Like there's, like it's there's not nothing else. Yeah. Um, you need to watch that one too. It's really funny. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, Dead to Me. We're still watching Mr. Robot. It's good. It's really good. I know you don't have a lot of time for shows, but... Yeah. <laughs> Are we going to do a, a Bachelorette night? Yeah, guys. We're having a really hard time because we... I have cable. We can do it over there if you want. I think we should. I know it's tough. On, we could do it on a Monday. We could do it Monday as long as I'm like in bed by 1030. Yeah. That's doable. Okay. For sure. I'm glad that y'all got to be here as we decided that. I know. 
Um, but yeah, we love y'all. Next week, we will have a guest. We don't know who that is yet. <laughs> we will figure it out. We will figure it out and let you know. Um, if you have any questions for us or any topic ideas for the future, please email us at heartandsoulsoulepodcast at gmail.com. Follow us on Instagram. Couple of plugs. Couple of plugs. Friday night, come to Access Yoga Studio. We are having a Body Beats and Booch party. We've talked about this a bunch. Beats and Booch. Body Beats was on our Instagram stories last night. We did it for Soul. It was a freaking blast. It was so fun. Um, so that's Friday. Your first two classes are free, so you could totally join us if you have not yet. And then we we had a giveaway a couple weeks ago for the next workshop we're going to be hosting. Primarily about wedding photography, but uh, I've actually had a bunch of listeners slash college students message me about wanting to get into photography, and this is a really, really great opportunity to learn Catherine's expertise on building your brand, getting a business started, how to portray yourself as whatever you want to be, um, social media, all of that stuff. She's amazing at it. And then on my end, we're going to go over um, everything about shooting, working with clients. We're going to do a real-life wedding style shoot and it's going to be really really fun build a nice community and group of women and we'll love to have you there so that early bird rate is open for registration on the link in my instagram but if you have any questions you could always email us or message me on there too so those are our little upcoming plugs yeah 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 anything for you or soul or um soul still kicking off every tuesday thursday night 7 p.m at matt skelly training uh be expectant for some really cool things coming in july and in october those are my goal dates so as those dates get closer i will reveal more information sounds good we'll be anticipating yes don't lose any sleep tonight okay guys okay leave us a review we love you subscribe we love you see you next wednesday bye love you bye